Welcome everybody to Unleash Your Greatness. I'm Adam Platt. Today we're going to be talking about manifesting with my special guest, Sharon Sammy, who is a serial manifester, and she's going to help us learn how we can create the life that we want through manifesting what we want. So cue up the intro and we'll get right into the episode. The question people often ask themselves is, is there more for me out there? Am I capable of more, of doing more, being more? and having greater success in this life? The answer to that question is yes. I believe that everybody has greatness within themselves and that success leaves clues. And if we can take those clues, we can unlock the greatness within ourselves. I'm Adam Platt and welcome to Unleash Your Greatness. Welcome everybody to Unleash Your Greatness. I'm excited to have Sharon Sammy on the show today. She is a serial manifester, an empowerment coach, and an intuitive healer. And she just loves uh, spreading or inspiring others and helping them reach their true greatness. Sharon, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So, um, So Sharon is over in the UK. And so... You are right in the thick of this whole pandemic, lockdown, uh, horrible mess, yet you are still going out and you're spreading your joy and happiness and inspiring others. And that's awesome. I'm so, so grateful that you're doing that. So thank uh, you. So I, I want to get into your, your story because you have quite a story of being able to manifest all these amazing things in your life and, uh, you know, going, you know, different to different careers and different things that you've brought into your life. And I think it's, I, I really, so I want to hear your story. And then I want to kind of pick apart like how that works so that people can understand like the, you know, the, the fundamentals, I guess, if you will, of manifesting. Because some people don't fully understand what that means or how they can uh, apply that to their life. So uh, tell us your story, some of these amazing things that you've had happen in your life because of manifesting. Yeah, yeah, totally. So thank you, Adam, for having me here. I'm really excited to be here. So yeah, so my story, basically, um, I come from the UK, um, Sikh by tradition, culture and religion, although I'm not religious by any shapes or means. (laughs) But I came from a very liberal yet traditional Sikh family and the upbringing. And I have to say my parents were very supportive from a very young age, as well as my extended family in terms of like setting, I suppose, setting not only the boundaries, but also the expectations and just the mindset thinking in terms of like, you know, if you really want to achieve something, you can support, you know, they would support me in terms of what I wanted to do. So a quick example was um, when I was younger, probably from the age of about seven or eight, I started karate lessons, you know, and I suddenly realized when I said that to my parents and I started the karate lessons, I was the only female amongst all of these males. Mm. And I continued on and I, you know, pressed ahead. And after about a year, I said to my parents, you know, I don't really want to do this. And I said to them openly, I said, I'm the only girl in this class amongst all of these boys. And I don't really feel comfortable. And my mom just said to me, she said, she said, you know, you're learning such an incredible skill. Wouldn't it be amazing to get right the way through to black belt? And I thought to myself, yeah, that's true. So she encouraged me to continue, which I did. But then what I thought was, how about, you know, encouraging some of my friends to come aboard? Only because, from I suppose from a personal perspective, I'd feel more comfortable. 
So I had about four or five of my close friends join the karate and I felt more like, you know, happier within myself. And I thought, okay, from that young age, you know, I encouraged other people, you know, to follow one of the passions that I had back then. And this was actually really good. And I achieved the black belt and then went to my parents and said, now's the time. I really need to leave. And this was probably the age of about 13. And my parents were really supportive and said, yeah, that that's fine. But I really learned an, an important lesson, you know, that when you go through life, you know, don't just give up, even if it's really difficult. And that really simple example of going to these karate lessons and the karate, you know, self-defense classes, it's so simple, yet it's so powerful because I carried on. And although I needed that encouragement and the support from my parents, I did carry on and I achieved greatness, so to speak, in the black belt. And I also helped other people get on board as well. And so throughout my life, my journey continued. I went, you know, throughout my education, went to university. Then I started a graduate job. And I've been in the corporate world for 20 years now. But over the last 15 years, I would say my personal development journey really got kick-started. And that's when I really discovered the whole art of, you know, the law of attraction manifesting. But even from a young age, before even knowing the universal laws, I was doing, you know, I was manifesting at such a young age as well. So it's very, very important, powerful journey. That's awesome. And uh, I, I, I love, first of all, I want to just kind of point out the, the very specific example that you set with the black belt is to just not give up. And uh, I think so many people, they, they set goals or dreams or they have dreams and they're just like, well, I didn't work the first time. I, I wasn't able to accomplish it. Or I'm sure there was times where uh, as you were on that journey to get that black belt, that things were hard. You had to probably demonstrate your skills and you had to, you know, show that you were, you were competent in that skill. And it probably wasn't always easy, but you kept going nope. and you probably got knocked down. You probably got beat down by all these boys that were, you know, in the karate. Literally, literally. <laughs> right. And, and life is like that, right? We're going to get beat down. We're going to yeah. get knocked down. And uh, we just have to make sure that we, we get back up and we, we keep pushing forward uh, towards those dreams and those yeah. goals. So I love that. Uh, it's, it's such a great lesson. And, and I, I know that we hear it all the time, but how many of us really, really do that? Like where we're persistent yeah. and just keep pushing forward. Uh, I think there's not enough of us. I, there's not enough people that really follow those dreams and it's okay to be like, okay, I, I reached that goal. Now it's it's okay to back off or whatever. Uh, yeah. But just don't give up once you you really set your mind to something. Just keep going after it. So I, I love that concept. Yeah. Um, definitely, definitely. Yeah, it, it's. It, I think that is one of the key aspects of of becoming great, of tapping into that greatness, is just that persistence and and pushing forward. So. Um, so you, at a young age, you started manifesting things in your life. And I I know you, when we chatted, we, you kind of explained some of these amazing things when you were so young, already starting to be like, I want that. And and it comes into your life. So let's hear some of those stories because it's so fun to hear, hear that at such a young age, you realized that this was a possibility, right? Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Adam, for that. Yeah. Um. I guess it started from when I was about six years old. My mom had a magazine 
I was flicking casually through this magazine and there was a competition, a children's competition to paint a picture. So I, I loved all that creative stuff and, you know, very artistic. So I painted this picture. I gave it to my mom to enter the competition for me. Two weeks later, oh my gosh, I was so amazed. We ha I had a letter and I'd actually won the competition, which was four tickets to a local theme park in the UK. And at that age, I remember just having those feelings, Adam, of just like excitement of like, oh my gosh, this is so incredible. This is amazing. The whole family, we can go out, you know, to this theme park and it's like a fun fair. And it was just an exciting feeling. Yeah. And then later yeah. on that year, I then went and entered another competition, which was for this um, cartoon characters, Tom and Jerry, if you've come across them before, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tom and, and Jerry. They have a new movie was, coming out. Yeah. So. yeah, and it was their birthday party. And so I entered this competition to be a guest at the birthday party. And at this point, I think I was about seven and I won the competition and it was so amazing. I, w I felt so excited, you know, going to this party. It was publicized in the newspapers and it was, it was real, it was great fun. And then from then, I went on and I think I entered a few more competitions, won a lot more things. And then from that young age, I guess the mindset was instilled that actually, do you know, if I want to achieve something in life, I can get it. How powerful is that? But then what actually happened, which was a kind of like a turning point for me, really, because I was doing this on autopilot at such a young age and, you know, picking up this like subconsciously. But then what really was a, a fundamental turning point for me was, when I got into probably my early teens, I had um, some exams and I can remember categorically that my mom's brother, one of her brothers, used to ring very often. He was in the um, Royal Air Force and he rung to speak to all of us, you know, my siblings as well. And I can remember him saying on this conversation, what did you get in your exam results? <laughs> and I remember thinking, OK, I got all B's. And I can remember him saying to me, Adam, and I felt really proud of my bees. And I can remember him saying to me, Adam, that why didn't you get the A's? Mm. And I just said to him, like, because that was quite a, like a, I was quite surprised by that question. And I said, oh, I don't know. I just, I just got a B. I was just good enough to get a B. And he, and then he said to me, you know, he said, you can achieve the A. You know, you've just got to work hard at your studies. You know, you've just got to keep working at it. And you just believe in yourself because you can get those A's. And he said, Sharon, they're there to get. So why not just grab them and get them? And I can remember those words like it was yesterday. And that was probably a pivotal point in my life because then I thought to myself, actually, this is true. Because if I want something in life, why can't I have it? Why am I putting my own limitations on this? You know, I can achieve, you know, what we call greatness. So, so you know, so, so that's basically one of the pivotal points of my life. And that continued in terms of the traction through my working career. Awesome. Uh, I, I love that. Sorry, there's some feedback coming through. I don't know why. Um, but so when you talk about the work ethic right like uh so you worked and you got bees and you're like well i could have done more like your your sibling pointed out uh why didn't you get the a 
And I think so oftentimes people think of law of attraction as like, I'm just going to sit here on the couch and I'm going to uh, think about what I want and it's just going to appear, yeah. right? It's it's like, uh, yeah. it's just going to, someone's going to knock on my door and a million dollars is going to be there, right? And that's really not what the law of attraction is about. It's about putting your desire out, then coming up with a plan or a strategy to accomplish it. And, and then yeah. being open to the opportunities as they arise. And that really is what it's all about when you, when we talk about manifesting. And, and I think so many people get confused by the fact that uh, we're just going to think about it and we're going to visualize it and it's going to happen. But that's yeah. not the case. You had to work for that. A eh? You had to put forth energy and focus and effort in order to yeah. get the A's and accomplish those goals. Now, that doesn't mean to say that things won't appear in your life because uh, that you're putting it out there, uh, whether you're, you say you put it into the ether or the universe or the, you know, your higher power, whatever that is for you. Uh, for me, it's a higher power, but for some people, yeah. they, they believe in the universe or whatever. But that doesn't mean that just because you put it out there that things won't come into you, but you have to do the work and you have to be open and aware of those opportunities. Because I love, uh, I know we'll get into it, but I love the story about the very first car that you got yeah. for free, right? Uh, yeah. you, you basically, you put it out there and I'm going to let you tell the story, but then, you know, things happened and yes, it manifested itself, yeah. but you had to be open to finding ways to attract it, to bring it into your life. And uh, I think yeah. that's a, a key factor that a lot of people forget is they still need to do the work. They still need to put forth the effort. They mm -hmm. need to put energy into what they want, into their goals, into the lifestyle or, or whatever it is. Because I think so many people are like, well, I want more money in my life. And then mm -hmm. you got to get and, and we're going to talk about this. And, and I think it has to do with your your first car. But you got to get specific about what you want. Right. Yeah. Because if you're not specific, I want more money. Okay, someone hands you a dollar. Well, now you've got more money in your life. Is it Definitely. the desired amount that you wanted? No, <laughs> probably not, right? But you weren't specific of what you wanted. So um, anyways, I just, I love that you said and pointed out that you, you had to work for those grades. You had to have the effort and you believed in yourself. Like that's so key as well. Like why can't I do that? Why can't I get the A's yeah. if other people can do it? I can do it too. And uh, you have yeah. to have that belief in yourself for sure. So, um, yeah. So I want to get more into this because, uh, like I just said, I, I'm probably giving spoilers to your story, but uh, <laughs> I, I just I love this this uh, topic because there's so much misconception around it. I think so. Um, so let's talk about this car that you got, unless there's something else that you want to talk about. <laughs> No, I'm happy to talk about the car. I have got another example as well about work, but okay. I can I can touch upon that later. But yeah. the car, oh my gosh, it's magical. <laughs> <laughs> it's so magical. So um, I finished university. I started my first graduate job and I can remember um, arranging a family meal at a restaurant. And so I was driving to the restaurant, parked the car up, came out of the car and my brother and sister were on the car park at the same time. And they'd actually parked, we'd parked all of our cars in a row. So my brother, mine was in the middle and my sister's was at the side. And we were waiting for our parents to arrive. And I can remember my, my brother and my sister saying to me specifically, look at you, 
you've just finished university, you've got a fantastic graduate job. Look at the car you are driving. And this I know, Adam, is so superficial and everybody that's listening out there is probably thinking, you know, it's just a tangible item. And that's exactly what I thought because I had a very old car. Compared to my sister who had a brand new car, my brother had just turned 18, my parents had bought him a brand new car and my car was really old and I didn't really care to be quite fair. Mm. But then they both Mm. said to me, why haven't you got a brand new car? You've got this amazing job. Why don't you buy a brand new car? And then I thought to myself straight away in that moment, it clicked. And I, and this was out without even knowing about the law of attraction or manifesting and things like that. So I literally looked up at the sky. It was just in, instinctive, just looked up at the sky. And this is the words I said. I said, I want a brand new car, but I don't want to pay for it. I just want to be given the car safely. Thank you. And so it is. And I said that in my mind without even realizing. And it was like putting the order. It's like, you know, when you go to a restaurant and the waiter comes over and gives you the the menu and you say, oh, I'll have, you know, the chicken chow mein in the Chinese restaurant with the chicken and black bean sauce and the egg fried rice. And the waiter goes off, takes it to the chef. The chef is cooking, you know, your meal. And at that point, you know that your meal is going to come out. Okay, so it's just having that then faith, you know, that faith to know that it's going to happen. So that was my order. I carried on. But each and every day, I just have had this intuitively knowing that this car is coming to me. I don't know how. I don't know when. I don't know who's going to give me this car. I don't, you know, that's the unknown. But I had this inner knowing that the car, I'm get, it's going to come. It's going to come. And then nine months later, fast forward, I'm driving along the motorway in the UK um, to a to a work meeting. And then all of a sudden I'm going across these map, these like big hills. And so the reception on the radio, it tunes out. And I'm like, oh no, you know, what's happened to my music? And then all of a sudden I hear these words from a different radio station. And the words were, to enter the competition, dial this number. So I instinctively dialed the number, okay? I had no idea, Adam, at this moment in time, what it was for, what radio station, what what I had to do for the competition. I was just taking the action because something in my mind said, Sharon, get your phone, ring that number now. So I just listened to my higher power, my higher self saying, ring the number. I didn't even know what I was ringing for. So I rung the number, I got through and I said, yay, you've got through. We're going to go live on the air to crack the code in 30 seconds. So I did this kind of this this crack the code, you know, guess the number. And then they said, congratulations, you're now part of 24 people together to enter this competition to win a brand new car. And then when I heard that, I was like, oh, my gosh, goosebumps. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is it. The car's mine. Forget the 23 people. This is all about me. I've yeah. got the car. So that year on the 1st of September, because the new registration, the new cars were going to be launched in the UK, I went to the showroom with some of my family there and I was all psyched up. And it was pure game of chance, literally like spin the wheel, card games. And out of 24 people, down to 16, then to eight, then to four, then to two. And I was part of the two. And then At that moment, you just know, you just have that inner knowing that car over there that's parked over there. It's mine. 
it's got my name on it. <laughs> okay, it's it's mine. So I I did the last round and I won the competition. So you can imagine I felt so amazed. It was worth fifteen thousand pounds. But the major learning or the major mistake here, Adam, and this is what I want all of the listeners to take from this example. The major learning was that the car was bright yellow. <laughs> okay, it was bright yellow. <laughs> and I was just like, ah, so is that the car I've won? And the showroom manager said, yes. And I said, oh, oops, is there any chance I can have it in a different color? So we, we spoke and we changed the color. But one thing then I realized was, I nine months pre, prior to that, I asked the universe, I want a car. But it's like what you said, Adam, I wasn't Pacific because I didn't know about this law of attraction and manifesting. So what I did then was I was driving the car out the showroom, brand new car. I could smell the brand new car. I could feel it. I could see, I could touch it. So I had all of those, you know, those feelings, the sensations. And so then I went home and I literally said to the family, and I'm, I'm extremely grateful, don't get me wrong. I said, does anybody want to drive this brand new car? Because I'm going to go and drive my old car. Hey, it's Adam. Real quick, I just wanted to jump in here and let you know that if you haven't set goals, right now is the perfect time to set those awesome goals that you want to go after, those dreams that you want to accomplish, those things that you want to do in your life, create the lifestyle that you want. Right now is the perfect time to set those. And I have this new ebook that I just created it's called seven step goal setting workshop and you can grab a free copy it's usually a 47 dollars value but you can grab a free copy today at arise to connect.com slash goal setting and in this book this ebook you're going to learn how to evaluate priorities how to create successful goals and simple hacks to manage your goals so again this is a free copy right now the seven step goal setting workshop ebook that you can grab right now and I hope that you go out there, you'll grab that copy of your, this free book and start setting those amazing goals so that you can create the life that you want. And now let's jump back into the episode. So I drove my old car and I was truly grateful. Don't get me wrong. I drove my old car with the feeling of my brand new sports car. Okay, not yellow. I wanted a blue car. Okay, so I, I'm, I'm literally visualizing. I'm driving down the street in my sports car. And then within six months, Adam, I get my two-seater sports car brand new. Okay, so in less than a year, I get two brand new cars. So, so I got the car, obviously manifesting it. And then I kind of adapted my order to the universe to say exactly what I wanted, which was my two-seater sports car. So. In all of this, the key learnings is you've got to be pacific because if you're not pacific, you could just say, like you mentioned, Adam, I want to have more money. Well, okay, there you go. There's a dollar. Right. <laughs> is that okay? <clears throat> so it's about being pacific in terms of what you're wanting, but it's also taking that aligned action because I could I, I could have listened to that to enter the competition, dial this number, and then I could have waited for the next track to come on and I could have not taken any action, but something in me, in my mindset said, get your phone, ring the number. And that was where the opportunity was. Because sometimes, you know, nobody's going to tell us 
you know, we have to listen to our own internal intuition, our guidance, our gut instincts. And we've all got that, each and every one of you. So each and every one of you listening, you've all got your gut instincts. And just think about it. Is there any times in your life where you haven't acted on your gut instincts? And then later on, looked back and thought, oh, damn, I knew that was going to happen. Why didn't I act? Yeah. 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 Um, I, I, there's so many lessons in there and, uh, just a couple things that come to my mind is number one is be specific. You've got to be specific on what you want. Like, like we talked about. And, uh, I, I, one other thing that I kind of was thinking as you were telling this story is, um, you know, aside from the manifesting and stuff, but, uh, when you talked about how at the very beginning of the, the car story, you said, I, I know that's kind of superficial and, and that I wanted a new car, but, and, and I, I know there's people out there who are like, I, if I put out there that I want this or I want this house or I want this money or I want this, you know, it's all yeah. superficial and, and, uh, people think that I'm this horrible person because I want this stuff. And, uh, you know, kind of like the thoughts that you probably had at first with your family, like, uh, they're going to think that I'm this, you know, <laughs> you know. I don't know, superficial person that wants just these material things. And for me personally, I think it's okay to want those things. I yeah. I think there's nothing wrong with saying that I want a better life, that I want the nice things that will bring me joy. And, and, mm. and that's not everything, right? I, I totally get like material things will only bring you so much joy. The joy really is found with your family, loved ones, connections, uh, loving yourself, I totally believe that as well. But I also think that it's okay to like want things because mm. if, if you're worried about, uh, you know, your old car breaking down all the time and that's what's always on your mind, then you don't have the ability to really focus on the things that you, you do want to focus on, to put your energy into your relationships, to put your energy into, you know, whatever. Mm. If, if your car is going to break down and you don't have the money to fix it, now you have more problems that you have to worry about instead of really focusing on the things that you truly could be focusing on. Right. Mm. And so I think it's Definitely. okay. I think it's okay to be like, Hey, I want this new car. I want this certain house. I want this. And there's now there's a difference between wanting and, and manifesting that you want those things as opposed to being like, well, uh, Joe across the street has that. So I want it. Right. Like, uh, yeah, you know, totally. if, if that's a different energy. Yeah, if you're trying to keep up with the Joneses just to be, you know, keeping up with the Joneses, that's different than being like, I, I just want this because it's going to bring me some some enjoyment. It's going to bring me happiness. That's okay. Like, I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And some people may look at that as being superficial, but I think we can be superficial as well as deep at the same time. And mm. I think that's important Definitely. to understand that we can we can still find depth in our our life at the same time as wanting to look nice, to have nice things, to have the ability to go on vacations and enjoy the world and eat good food and whatever it is for your, you yeah. know, those that are listening, yeah. it's okay to want those things. And so, uh, it's all right to put that out there into the, the ether, the universe, whatever, and, and expect those things to come to you. Cause I think a lot of people don't think that they're worthy of those things either. And, and that's where they get hung up is I'm not smart enough to make money. I'm not good enough or I'm not 
uh, you know, whatever, all these stories we tell ourselves. And uh, we need to get rid of those those self-negative talk that we all have yeah. and and put those aside and, and then focus on what we really do want and then be open when opportunities present themselves to get them like they did in your case. So, uh, yeah, beautiful story. I, I love it. Thank you. And uh, so I know that you have so many other stories because you're this serial manifester um, with career and jobs and, and all those things. So I want to get in a little bit more into that. You said we could come back to it. And I, I know I derailed us with the cool car story, but I just I love that story. It's so fun. And it just really shows that you need to be very specific about what you want or you're just going to get whatever is thrown at you. Right. Um, yeah. So uh, you have this career and because you've graduated from college and you don't love it, right? And you decide you want to go uh, take a completely different direction. So let's get into that story a little bit. (laughs) Okay, okay. So, yeah, so I left university and I started in the corporate banking world here in the UK. But don't get me wrong, I did love what I did with a passion so much so this is kind of a twofold twist of a story but twofold where I was working for three years had literally got promoted year after year so I was in a really good space and then I got headhunted which meant somebody had got my credentials and contacted me and said listen there's an opportunity for a different job position different company would you be interested in in talking to them and having an interview so I said yeah sure why not it's the right location and yes I would love to have a conversation so I had this interview so this was after three years of me leaving university so I had this interview and within 10 minutes Adam the person interviewing me who then later on became my new boss He said to me, he says, Sharon, what is it going to take for you to leave that organization, your current workplace and come and join us ASAP, ASAP? What is it that you want? And I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, I'm in my early 20s. Nobody has geared me up to say I'm worth this amount. You can pay me this amount for me, you know, joining your own organization. I thought it was just a given, you know. So they tell you, this is what we're going to pay you. This is the job that you do. Do you want to accept it? So in that case, I was really like gobsmacked. So I started asking him lots of different questions about the role just to buy myself time in my mind to say, what is it that I want? So what I did here, Adam, after, because after about half an hour, he said, right, let's cut to the chase. What is it that you want? So I more than doubled my current salary. I literally 110% increased. I said, this is what I want. But I said it was so much conviction, so much certainty. But deep down, my internal mind was saying, Sharon, who do you think you are? You know, why do you think he's going to accept that? You can't ask for that. And then the, the angel in my mind said, yes, you can. Be confident, be bold. So I had all of this connotation, this internal chatter in my mind. And then this guy who's interviewing me said, yeah, no problem. We'll get we'll, we'll get the contract drawn up. No problem. And in that moment, I felt what I felt when I was six years old. I was like, oh, my gosh, freaking hell. You can, <laughs> you can get this. I should have asked for more. 
But then what then happened was I went back to the headhunter, the guy that had arranged the interview and told him exactly what had happened. And this is where the naysayers, the negativity of other people can come in. And you guys who are listening out there can probably relate to this so well. He said to me as a corporate professional, he said, there's no way you can ask for that salary. You can only get 10% maximum. You've only got three years experience. You can't do that. That's impossible. And I said, hold on. I've done it. I've already negotiated that salary. I've done it. And so it took him a few weeks to get his head around what I'd actually done. But with complete conviction and complete certainty and that, you know, that clarity and that confidence, I did it. So it just goes to show as, as a learning example here that, The people that you are surrounded by, you just need to be careful in terms of are they encouraging you? Are they supporting your growth in life in whatever you want to do, your finances, your relationships, your career, your health, your well-being? Or are they really like draining you and pulling you down because of their own personal fears, doubts and insecurities? So then to fast forward, can I go through to the other story, Adam? So um, before you go, I just I want to bring up just a few points, things that uh, yeah. kind of come into my mind. And and you're, you're absolutely right. Like surround yourself with people who are going to inspire you, uh, believe in yeah. you. And if, if you if you don't have those people in your life, then at the very least, believe in yourself. Because mm-hmm. when I when I hear that story, the the whole thing that's going through my mind is number one, that you 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 manifested what you wanted, but you also had this belief that like, I'm worth twice what, you know, yeah. this headhunter saying I can only get 10% of what I am currently making, but I got twice what I was making. And you just had that yeah. confidence, that belief in yourself. And I think that so oftentimes we don't have that faith or that confidence in ourselves to be, and again, it goes back to feeling worthy, right? Of the things that we want. And, yeah, uh, Totally. And just, you went in there with like total confidence. Like I'm going to, if, if they want me for this job, then I'm going to ask, I'm going to set my pay that they, uh, that I want and not let them dictate, you know, what it is. And I, and I know that you you didn't bring it up this time, but when we had talked before, you almost like turned the tables on them and you started interviewing them. Like, well, what do you have to offer me? What can you give me? What, you know, what kind of benefits or perks can you throw in, in this offer and things like that. And, uh, I, I yeah. think that's beautiful. And I don't think a lot of people, when they go into a job interview, they're, they're one, they're, they've got this mindset, like I need this job. I need it so badly, right? Like I need the money mm-hmm. or I want this job because it's my dream job or whatever. And so they're willing to just completely take anything that they, they give them and offer them instead of being like, you know what, what as a company can you offer me? What as a boss can you do for me to help mm-hmm. me in my career, my growth and my whatever. And I think that's important. Like that's, that's so amazing that you were able to do that. And you had the confidence. Confidence is key. Like having that belief in yourself is so, so important. And so I just, I wanted to point that out. And and I don't know if you have any other thoughts on that, but I I think, uh, you know, the listeners, the people who are listening need to understand that, that concept that you need to believe, you need to believe in yourself. You need to have confidence Mm -hmm. in yourself. And if other people around you don't believe in you, you need to make that a priority in your life to believe in yourself. Yeah. And then find those totally, people. Totally. Yeah. I mean, the other thing I would add to that, Adam, is 
it's like having that confidence and self-belief is really good, but it's it's having that notion that feel the fear yeah. and do it anyway. And if you find yourself around people that aren't really on that same same wavelength, if they're like really dragging you down and pulling you down, saying, you can't do that. That's impossible. How can you do that? Look at this. Look at that. You know, and they're, they're, they're you know, projecting their own fears upon you. It's a case of like what Adam said, have that self-belief in yourself, but also then notice the people that you're around because you are an average of the top five people you spend the most time with. So it might be a case of you need to change your social circle. And I've done this so many times in my life that even like year by year, I'm noticing the people that I connected with at the start of the year, I can't relate to them later on in my life purely because I've personally developed myself even further they've gone into a different direction and it's about like you know wishing people well on their own individual journeys their own greatness but making sure you're happy fundamentally in what you're doing um because another example can I go into the um, yeah. the other example mm-hmm. of mine yeah okay the other example was when I left this interview and I'd secured my 110% pay rise, which I was truly grateful for. Don't get me wrong. I loved the banking industry with a passion. I then, with my friend, we went to Australia. It was for like a holiday, but it was also for me to go into the trading floor in Sydney with the company that I was currently with at the time before I'd left and to see if I wanted to actually move out there for two years on a secondment. When I got to Australia, I loved it, you know, the beautiful sunshine, the lifestyle. But what I realized after about a month, Adam, was I was just homesick. I missed my parents. I missed my family. And I just couldn't make that move, you know, 24 hours, you know, to the other side of the world. So I can remember this pivotal, another pivotal point in my life. I was on this boat going across the Great Barrier Reef looking up at the sky, the beautiful sun, the sea in front of me. And I can remember saying in my mind, and if you're listening to this, you could say these exact words to yourself. If anything was possible for me, what's possible right now? So I'll give you that again. If anything was possible for me, what's possible right now? And what happened here, and it's going to make you laugh, my higher mind said, TV. And then my, you know, the the devil on the shoulder said, the limitation said, TV, what do you mean TV? You're not trained in TV. Oh, but take a chance. It's your childhood dream. Go for TV. And then it was like the limitations. You can't do that. You're not qualified in that. So then I had all this internal chatter. Then if I fast forward after the holiday, I got back home. I took action because I knew what I wanted. It was it was there clear in my mind. TV even though I was in a banking, you know, banking career, that was my journey, my pathway. But then I really believed in myself, you know, that I could achieve this greatness. So I made the phone calls, I got rejected. You know, I wrote tailored letters, which took me forever. I wrote over 50 letters up and down the country in the UK. And then within a month, rejection, 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 rejection. And fundamentally, if somebody so strong as me, because I am typically high vibe, very confident, it did affect me, you know, yeah. oh, you're not good enough, Sharon. Well, you knew that was going to happen because you, you're you not qualified in acting. You've got no acting experience. But then my higher mind came through and said, 
have that faith, you know, have that inner belief, you, something's going to happen. So for every rejection, and this is for you, you listening out there, for every rejection you, you face in life, the way that I viewed it was, I'm failing forward, literally failing forward, because something's going to come in the future. And then after 50 rejections, I got the letter. And the letter said, yes, we'd love to represent you in our agency. And it turned out, and this is the power of manifesting, it turned out I didn't have to move to London, which was down south of where I was living. This agency was in the same city. So I started um, doing background work. I challenged my agent. I said, put me on for something else. So I was on TV commercials. Then I said, put me on for something else. And then he said, no. He said, you have no acting experience. You need to have years of acting experience before you can get even a decent role. So I challenged that. And this is this is the point, because if you feel you're worthy of something in life, challenge it. Hey, it's Adam. And I wanted to just jump in here real quick because I want to let you know that I am rooting for you and that if you are ready to take your life to the next level and maybe you're not sure exactly what you need to do. Let me tell you, it all starts with your mindset. It all starts with how you're thinking about yourself, how to really visualize what you want in life. And if you feel like you need a little bit of help in that area, I have this workbook. It's called Mindset for Success to really help you take your life to the next level. And you can grab a free copy of that workbook right now for free at arisetoconnect.com slash mindset for success. In this workbook, you're going to learn the do's and don'ts of what you should and shouldn't be doing when it comes to how you think and look at yourself in your life. And it's full of questions that you can ask yourself to really start evaluating what you want and where you want to go. So go ahead and feel free to grab that free copy of Mindset for Success right now. Again, at arisetoconnect.com slash mindset for success. And go and grab your free copy today so that you can start taking your life to the next level. And now let's get back into the episode. Because you have that self-worth, you have that self-knowledge that you can do it and you can succeed. So I made phone call every single day to my agent and I, I gave him all of my qualities. I said, you know, you don't have anybody on your books that's confident, that can speak well, that aspires to succeed. And I gave all my qualities. No, no, no. He kept saying no, no, no. Until the 14th day, he rung me up. And he said, Sharon, would you like to go for a casting for a top UK soap in the UK? And I said, hell yes. <laughs> so I went and I got to the um, I got to the casting, the audition, and I was in the waiting room. And I remembered looking at the other candidates here and they were taller, they were thinner, they were different ethnicity. And then my mind chatter started. It was like, Sharon, what are you doing here? You've got a banking career you've left behind. Why are you pursuing acting? You're not good enough. You're not tall enough. You're not thin enough. You're the wrong ethnicity. Then the higher mind came up, the angel on my shoulder and said, you can do this. You've got the position. Just be strong. Shine your inner light. So I had all these conflicts going on in my head. So I went into the audition and I sat there and I shined my light and I acted. And this is fundamentally one of the steps in manifesting, acting as if you've already got the role, acting as if 
putting yourself in that energetic space. And I did that. So I went through the whole interview just knowing that position's mine. I've already got it. It's got my name on it. And then later on that evening, after the audition, I got the phone call from my agent to say, you've got the position. So I went for the position. It was two weeks and then they extended it for three weeks. And then because I got to know the directors and the producers and the writers, they actually offered me a permanent role on this top UK TV soap. And my agent, Adam, here's another thing. He was like the headhunter. He said to me, said, that's impossible. They can't offer you a permanent position because you don't have any acting experience. You don't have this qualification. And I said, I've done it. I've done it. They've already offered it me because anything is possible. That's the key message. Anything is possible. Awesome. I, I love that story because it shows so many different aspects of being, number one, being determined and, and putting forth the effort to get the thing that you want. And uh, yeah. again, like we talked about at the very beginning, people think that manifesting is just thinking about something and it's going to appear, but you really had to work for it. And anything yeah. that's worth getting is, is going to take some time and it's going to take some effort and focus and you're going to have to put yeah. energy into it. Uh, you know, you look at any success story like JK Rollins, right? Uh, very, yeah. the most famous probably author, out there and she's the only author i think that's crossed the billion dollar mark as far as uh, multi-billion dollars for an author and uh, she got rejected time and time and time and time again by publishers for her book her first book harry potter book and uh, it finally just took that one time of someone saying yes we like it we want to publish it and then it was just the sky was the limit for her there's there was nothing holding her back at that point and so I love the story. Your, your story is very similar in the fact that you just you just kept going. You just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. You kept writing the letters. You wrote 50 letters. You keep re- kept reaching out. You knew that uh, it was something you wanted, you desired, and you worked for it. And uh, mm. I, I love that, that so much. And I also like that you talk about how you have to see yourself there. And uh, that's such yeah. a key. Like having that vision... And then putting the work in and the energy into achieving it. Because if you, you can put all the work in, but if you don't see yourself in that position and you, you grow into that goal, then you probably won't reach it because eventually you'll, you'll run out of uh, motivation, momentum will die and you'll just, you'll give up. You've got to see yourself in that spot. Like you saw yourself in an acting position. Uh, There's so many great stories like Jim Carrey, uh, the actor who wrote himself a check for a million dollars for uh, acting services rendered, right? And he he dated it like it's gonna happen by this date, and he literally got like his his big breakout on the show Dumb and Dumber, the movie Dumb and Dumber, like right when that check was supposed to be cashed. Uh, I mean, just things like that. Like you have to put yourself there. You have to believe that you're gonna get it, and uh, yeah. such a key factor. So I, I love that you that story just illustrates so much of working doing the the things that it takes, putting forth the energy and the focus, and then seeing yourself there, like just being in that, that space. And, uh, you know, I, we've been talking a lot with, uh, some folks in our, our circle, my wife and I about being in that state, like just being there. And, uh, I think that's such an important factor into, 
uh, getting what you want in life. And so, um, yeah, yeah. beautiful story. I, I love it. I, uh, man, I just got like, like totally on my soapbox and I just, I could talk for hours <laughs> about this, but, um, yeah, so cool. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, story. it is, it is, it is like you say, Adam, it's about like having that belief and that determination and visualizing it, but it's the energetics at work right. as well, because another short example i mean like like adam mentioned i'm a serial manifester but this home i'm in right now we've been in this home for four years it's my son's birthday tomorrow so four years we've been in this home and we came to this new estate when they were building these brand new homes and we came to this this house in particular which is our home now and it was ash it was the showroom so it was the showroom and the garage was actually the showroom office where all the staff were. They were negotiating the sales deals, et cetera. Yeah. And me and my husband, mm-hmm. I can remember we came and my daughter was three at the time. She's now six. And we we went into every single room of this property. It was fully furnished because it was a showroom. And I said to my husband, I want this house this house is ours. Look at the master bedroom. It's the exact same color. I love purple. It's all purple. It's even got purple candles and purple towels. This is our home. And then we went to the office, Adam, and it was like, oh my gosh, somebody had already put a deposit. It was their home. They'd reserved it. So fast forward, fast forward, um, a year and, um, my husband just had to go somewhere. He said to me, he said, come on, get off the sofa. Let's go. You come with me. And I was like three months pregnant at the time with my my son. <laughs> and um, I said, no, I'm tired. And he said, no, come with me. And where we had to go, it, the location had changed. We had to go to somewhere else, to a different place, which was up the road from where we are now on this estate. So just by chance, my husband said, let's go to the building. Let's go to the, the showrooms just to see if they've got any more land where they're building the same type of properties, what we want. And Adam, we turned up in the garage, our garage, which was the showroom office. And just by chance, that moment, they said to us, the person who was buying this property, it had fallen through. If we wanted it, this was on the Friday afternoon. They said they're going to advertise on Monday morning. But if we wanted it, it's ours. But we have to let them know by Sunday evening. Wow. Oh, my <clears throat> gosh. You know, goosebumps. So we just knew this property was ours. We'd, we'd been here like five times to view, to have a look. From the very first moment I entered, without even knowing somebody had put a deposit, I said to my husband, this is our home. You know, it's got it's got the right color scheme for the bedroom. This is our home. And it turned out to be our home. But it wasn't straight away. It was a year and a half later. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, so, yeah. So that's just another, another example there. But it's about believing, yeah. you know, believing yeah. that, you know, although you have setbacks, you know, things, obstacles get in the way. And then you think, is this going to happen? You know, and sometimes you self-doubt yourself. And this is one of the steps with manifesting. It's about letting go of the personal limitations, the fears, the doubts, and just have that instilled knowing that you can reach your greatness, whatever it is that you want, you can have it. And it might not be the right time then. It might be like years later, but you can have it. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I, I love that because 
that that story kind of really hits home for me because my wife and I are, are we're dealing with that right now in our life. Like we yeah. found this home and it's like yeah. that's our home. Like we see ourselves yeah. in that house and we're we're like every day. Like I've I've they have like a virtual tour of the house um online yeah. and I've gone and I've done like and it's right now it's it's for sale but it's under a contract. So someone's made an offer on it and I'm like Oh, dang it. Dude. Same as us. Yeah. Same as us. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, I, I, I'm the same way. I'm like, I still see myself in that house. Like, it's our house. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe it's year, two years, three years from now. But we're going to end up in that house eventually. And I, I yeah. literally, I could walk into that house and I would know exactly where I was going because I've gone through that house so many times in the virtual tour <laughs> yeah. and in my mind. And, and I just, I see it so vividly of us being there. And, uh, so I, I love that story. It's just, it's awesome. And it really does prove the power of, you know, being in that, that state of, uh, this is, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is mine. This is what I want. And, uh, so mm. I love that so much. And then, uh, I, I know that I know we've been going for a while now. We've been going for about an hour, about 50 minutes, but, um, <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm enjoying the conversation so much, but I think, uh, another thing that we had talked about before is you not only manifest cars and jobs and money and acting careers and, and houses, you actually manifested your husband. Yes. <laughs> I was wondering what you were going to say then. I was like, what else have I manifested? <laughs> and so I, I, I want to just, I know that we've been going for a little while, but if you could just quickly like tell that story like it's it's awesome and, and i think yeah. it will give like this this overall balance of like to the viewers or the listeners that holy crap i can manifest whatever i desire in life yeah. whether it's jobs houses yeah. careers uh more income more you know a car a house uh, and even relationships and so i, I we've got yeah. to share that story for sure so i would just yeah. Let's quickly Thank hear you. that one. <laughs> Thank you. Relationships is perfect. Relationships is key. Okay. Back when I probably finished university, okay, I was single and I got a pen and paper and you guys can do this as well listening and I wrote down everything, got my pen and with a passion I wrote down everything I wanted in my soulmate relationship. Okay. And that was it. I just knew I was going to meet somebody that had all of those things I wanted. And on that list, some of it was very tangible. Like I wanted him to have a good job. I wanted him to have a car, a house, all of that stuff. And I'm going to, at the end of this story, I'm going to tell you the mistakes and how to do it better <laughs> and how to then marry your soulmate. Okay. Because like the car, it's a learning journey. You know, we learn from, from our manifestations. So I remember I went to my best friend's wedding and my best friend's husband, uh, my best friend's brother said to me, Sharon, why are you still single? You know, you've got an amazing job. You know, you've got an amazing sports car because by then I had my sports car. And he says, why are you still single for? And I said, I've got my list of 24 things and I'm going to get that man. And he said, oh, that's so superficial. Have you got something on your list where you've got the electric doors for the house going, you know, opening? And, and he was like really ridiculing it a little bit. But as well, he said, that's impossible. He said, you're not going to meet anybody. And I said, I am 
because I knew my manifesting background. It's going to happen. So fast forward within that year, I met the dream one that I thought was the most compatible one at that time. And we had a really nice relationship. It was it was strong. It was great at the time. And then after about two years or so, it ended. And the reason I felt it ended was when I went back to my list, it was, and I'm going to say this, it was very like tangible, like the car, the house, the um, the build, going to the gym, the physique. But there was nothing there, Adam, which ties a relationship together. I mean, I was in my early 20s. So tying a relationship together, like love, honesty, partnership, compassion, joy, understanding, you know, commitment, all of those you know, those that those those um, energetic qualities that you would want in a relationship. So when I was when that relationship was coming to an end, I knew it was coming to an end. I could feel it. I was the one that instigated the breakup because I just didn't feel right. But at the same time, I questioned myself, am I happy in this relationship? And the answer that came back truthfully was no. And you guys listening out there, if you're in a relationship, ask yourself the same question. And when I asked myself that question, I said, no, I knew right then I had to take action to come out of the relationship. But then what I was doing at the same time was I asked myself another question. What do I want in a soulmate relationship? And back then, I remember thinking. This is the qualities I want. And so what happened, it was a bit like the car. It was a bit like, you know, the home and the work. You know, I acted as if I had my most compatible soulmate with me. You know, how it would feel. It would feel joyful, which I wasn't feeling in my current relationship. It was, I was having fun. I was laughing. I was happy, which I wasn't in my current relationship. So it was like I kind of like had that energy of acting as if, and, you know, in my mind, believing it could happen. So what happened was I came out of that relationship. And then um, a little bit of time later, a new energy, a new person entered into my life. And it filled me up with that joy. And I just knew instantly, this is the connection. This is what I wanted. This is this is the love, the joy, the happiness, the passion, the contentment, you know, the trust all of those elements. And it wasn't superficial. It wasn't like he had to have a nice car. He had, I mean, that would, that would be good. <laughs> I had a nice car though anyway, but you know, it wasn't, he had to earn this amount of money. He had to be this tall because on my original list, he had to be, you know, a Pacific height, if not more. So that's how detailed I was. But with this new energy, this new, my soulmate, and he's now my husband, by the way, um, you know, it's it's it. The relationship, the dynamics is so much more joined up together. You know, the love, the passion, the connection, the trust, the vibrancy, and the energy is completely different to what I manifested first. So, the manifesting can really work with a soulmate relationship, but be careful what you ask for because you will get it. Okay, you will get it. So. What I would say to that is just feel into the energy of if you're in a relationship at the moment, how can you make it even stronger, even better? If you're looking to attract 
you know, if you're single and you're looking to attract a soulmate, what is it that's going to bring you joy and happiness, you know, and feel that, feel that love. And first of all, it comes down to yourself, have that self love for yourself. Because then when you resonate at that high vibrancy and that high frequency, you will attract the people, the circumstances, the situations, the events that are in direct resonance with your vibration. And he was on the same vibrational level as me. And on the 11th of the 11th of the 11th at 11 o'clock, he proposed to me. <laughs> and I obviously said yes. And um, yeah, so we had um, we got married nine years ago. And we've got two wonderful Earth Angel children. So it's amazing. It's magical. So manifesting can work in all areas of your life, all areas. You've just got to, first of all, ask for what it is that you want. Have a knowing. Then you've got to believe. And then step number three is let go of, you know, all of those doubts, fears, concerns, limiting beliefs. And then. The next step is allow yourself to receive, be open, open your ears for the opportunities, see the opportunities, act on them, take the aligned action. And then the fifth one, the last part of manifesting is celebrate, celebrate when you receive. Don't go on to the next thing, you know, you know, I want the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, it will come. But celebrate your achievements because a lot of us in society, we don't celebrate our achievements, but it's about being proud of what you have actually achieved as well in life. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So awesome. Uh, wow. <laughs> thank you for sharing all those steps. I, I, I You're welcome. absolutely love that. And I love this story of you manifesting your husband and your dream relationship that you wanted. And you're right. We, we do need to be very specific about what we want and be careful because if you're basing those relationships solely on superficial things, then that's what you're going to get. So, uh, mm. yeah, I, I'm, I'm so glad that you pointed that out and that you shared that. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, you're um, welcome. Sharon, this has been such a, uh, an amazing conversation. I've, I've absolutely loved it. I've learned so many things. Um, and just, you know, being in your energy is, is, uh, inspiring and, and super fun. So I want people to know how they can get a hold of you. What's the best way to uh, learning more about you, your empowerment coaching that you do, your your manifesting yeah. that you can teach them. Where is the best way for people to find or reach yeah. out to you? Yeah, awesome. Thank you, Adam. Um, you can connect with me through Facebook. So it's just Sharon Sammy. Connect with me through there. Send me a friend request. You know, send me a private message. That's completely fine. I'm also on LinkedIn. So for any of you on LinkedIn, just search again Sharon Sammy and you'll find me. Um, the other details I will send um, to Adam so he can put the links. So you'll have all of those links as well to my. I've got um, a website which I'm working on at the moment. So I can give you my old and my new website. So there's there's a lot of information on there. And also, um, not too sure if I mentioned this to you, Adam. Is it okay to offer your listeners and viewers a free ebook? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I'd like to offer you a free ebook, especially because you've been listening for so long, <laughs> longer than we anticipated. So the ebook is all to do with gratitude, because 15 years ago, when I started my personal development journey, gratitude was the top thing that you know is 
is in everything that you do. And I practice the art of gratitude each and every day because it increases your vibrational energy and your positivity. So in the ebook, you will get seven gratitude exercises that if you you um, you adapt and you learn and you you utilize each and every day or week of your life, you will see changes and it will really help you as well to manifest towards your true greatness. So if you click on the link that Adam puts um, in the notes, you're welcome to to have the free ebook. So thank you. Thank you, Adam, for having me. Awesome. Thank you so much. Coming on, Sharon. Uh, again, it's been just absolutely wonderful. I've enjoyed the conversation. And uh, just to kind of wrap things up, I want to quickly have you answer the question I always love to ask. And that is, if there's one to three things that someone needs to do to manifest, we'll put that word in there, or to unleash the greatness within themselves, what would that be? Okay, so three things did you say, Adam? Yep. Yep. Okay. So first of all, you need to have that clarity. Okay. Which means you need to know exactly what you want, whether it's financial, whether it's soulmate, whether it's work, health, career, anything, just have that clarity. First of all, of knowing what you want. Number two, make sure you believe in yourself. And also just, just looking at your social circle, notice the top five people you spend the most time with, are they supporting you? Or are they draining your energy? So just be consciously aware of who you are around because that will affect your beliefs as well as your internal programming. And then number three, go for it. Take the action. Make the phone call. Show up for yourself and shine your inner light to reach your true greatness. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, great points. Thank you for sharing that. I agree 100%. Get clear. Surround yourself with people that are going to support you and aren't going to drain your energy and go for it. Take action. Go after those dreams, those goals, the life that you want. Uh, I totally agree with all three of those. Those are amazing. And thank you for sharing that. And for those who are listening, uh, like Sharon said, those links to where you can connect with her or grab her free ebook on gratitude will be below this episode. Whether you're watching it on YouTube or listening to it on the podcast, you can find those links below. And uh, go and reach out to her. Go grab her ebook. Uh, she is so inspiring, has so much energy and amazing uh, charisma about her. And uh, I'm just, I'm so grateful that we were able to meet and connect and that you were able to share so much of your your story and your, your perspective and knowledge about manifesting. So uh, Sharon, thank you so much. I, I certainly appreciate it. You're welcome. And thank you, Adam, again. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Absolutely. And and for those who are listening, uh, go out there, live your life to the fullest, unleash the greatness within yourself and go and have an amazing day today. And we will talk to you later. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me today. And I really appreciate you being here. And do me a favor. If you like this episode, please be sure to subscribe on your favorite uh, platform that you listen to podcasts on. And also leave me a message or a comment or a review. I I just really appreciate it. Also, why I've got you here, if you are ready to take your life to the next level, I have an amazing program right now that's called Achievement Monthly. And this is a monthly program where you can come and learn every month from me, Adam Platt, Achievement Coach, 
and we're going to go li- I'm going to go live every month. Come on and help you get to that next level in life, that next level of success, that next level of achievement cuz you know, up till now you you've done so well and you've done all you can, but sometimes you just need a little bit more help, a little bit more um to get you to that next level. And that's what this program is really meant to be. And so it's uh designed to help you one learn what you need to do to get to that next level and two it's also meant so that you can uh, network with other people so we're going to train for about an hour hour and 15 minutes and then we're going to break out into groups so that you can network with other people get to know them and connect with them so that they can help support you in your goals your dreams and create the life that you want so if you are interested in joining that program for only $39 a month you can go and register at arise2connect.com/achievement and i am so excited to see you there and to help you get to that next level in life because man that's where everything starts to go right and happen for you so go again register right now at arise2connect.com/achievement and i look forward to seeing you on the inside of that program and every month so that we can get you working towards that goal and that dream life that you want. Thanks and have an amazing day. Go out and make your life what you want it to be.